This episode brought to you by Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Also brought to you by Bespoke Post. Get your box of awesome today. Conspiracy of all time. Jesus, what is it, man? We remember Berenstein Bears instead of Berenstain Bears because they're from another dimension. Oh no, that's not it. It's because Berenstein is a more common name. If you say it really fast, they kind of sound alike. Also, the curse of A looks very similar to a curse of E, so it's an easy mix-up. Well, I have this parallel dimension theory about Oscar Mayer. Same thing. The A looks like an E. It's just upside down. Well, how about... George's tail. Most monkeys have tails. That's not such a big reach. But then there's... Fruit Loops. That's literally how fruit is spelled. Why wouldn't you think that? Well, you can't explain... Monopoly guy's monocle. He's a human version of Mr. Peanut. Another easy mistake. Oh. See, everybody thinks there's a big, crazy reason why all these Mandela effects happen. Wait, that one! Everyone thinks Nelson Mandela died. He did. Oh, yeah. Most of the time, it's just easy to explain reasons that honestly make a lot of sense. There's no parallel dimension or secret government cover-ups. Most of the time, it's just people are dumb. I guess you're right. You want to know the weirdest theory I had? Not really. Everybody swears you reviewed Baby's Day Out, and I thought there was a timeline where maybe you did. No, that one's true. What? It's not looking good! The Baby Day Out ends have brainwashed all their reality! Everyone is convinced that you never reviewed Baby's Day Out, monsters! Wait, this is totally real? Of course, Malcolm! They want to destroy all the bad reviews of the movie! Just look at that flat, apocalyptic world with Great King! This is happening, man! Well, I want to help. Nope. Nah, just kidding. Come on, you knucklehead! Baby, stay up! This is the perfect tone for this kind of movie. film is brought up to me, it's in one of two ways. One is asking, hey, when are you gonna review Baby's Day Out? And the other being, man, I really loved your review of Baby's Day Out. I'll be honest, even I thought I reviewed this movie at one point. I think this happened because it's like a mix between Mr. Magoo and some of the lesser John Hughes movies like Flubber or Home Alone 3, which all of those I've reviewed. A part of me was actually pretty content having people think I reviewed this even though I didn't. But then I saw several clips of this movie have over a million views. Really? The 1994 movie that doesn't even have a Blu-ray release? The box office bomb that got Siskel and Ebert into one of their biggest fights? I'm really surprised at you. You should be ashamed of yourself. Go back and find out who attended that sneak preview I saw. All those children are in dear jeopardy of becoming we attended. Roger Ebert. God, they could argue about anything. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm sure most of these hits are from viewers that are about the same age as the protagonist. But still. Between the people who grew up with it, people who still watch it, and people who want me to review it so much they think I already did, I probably should check it out. So I'm finally gonna take a look for the first time. Again, maybe. Whoa, Fruit of the Loom has that weird horn thing in this world! There is so much uselessness you are ready to explore. <laughs> and that's definitely gonna go for you too, as we take a look at Baby's Day Out.
It opens with the film, I guess making it clear this is supposed to be like one of those little golden books, but I don't know, I didn't see many crotches being set on fire in those. Not that I couldn't use a few. <laughs> We're introduced to Baby Bink. Yes, that is the main character's name. In a nursery that looks more like where Mother Mayai keeps her prisoners as opposed to a kid's room. Where they boarded a big blue bus. They were on their way to the big city. You ain't fooling me, lady. The opening credits weren't here a second ago. Baby's having his picture taken this morning. His parents are Lorraine and Ben, played by Lara Flynn Boyle and Matthew Glave. Say hello to old Willie for me. Old Willie isn't doing it. What the hell are you implying? Oh, the photographers, yeah. Cut to three criminals, played by Joe Mantegna, Joe Pantoliano, and Brian Haley. Mind if we call you Joe to avoid confusion? They pose as children's photographers in order to kidnap the baby and hold him ransom. But does that sound much worse than what he has to put up with from his own family? Bye-bye. 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 Ooh, bye-bye. This what happens when the Coco Melon channel gets drunk. The nanny is played by Cynthia Nixon. Yeah, like I watch enough Sex in the City to make a joke about that. Who prepares Bink to be photographed. I am Mr. Charlie, photographer, the babe. I'd say how can you not tell it's obviously a fake artist by 1994? It's how Tim Burton looked. <laughs> a little young to read Ralph Steadman's Animal Farm, isn't he? Ten minutes in for post-Home Alone John Hughes. Surprised there hasn't been a crotch shot yet. <laughs> I take it back. I'm surprised there's not a character just named crotch shot in this. May I ask one small favor? May I have some time alone with the child? Out. Get out of my house. If there's any other response from the mother, the baby deserves to be taken away from her. I need to study his marvelous little features. He does well with the persons he is not intimate with oh my god i'd say check a watch list but would talk like that just check a telephone pole i think he's the silhouetted guy in all those drawings i'll be back in 15 minutes you'll be back in 15 years lady they of course leave and the crooks take the baby again after the way he was talking i think it's the least horrible scenario and the mother discovers she's been duped where's bank with their intelligence i doubt they'd even know how who is this pole ice they say they want $5 million for his return, which makes sense. I should buy them some lessons on the bare minimum of looking after a baby. How do you tell the front from the back on these diapers? Are there pockets in the front? Wouldn't this be like abducting a dog and not knowing how dog food works? Put them in them regular baby clothes. That fruit suit's a giveaway that he's a rich kid. Oh, I'm starting to see why this was taken off at Disney+. Plus. Keep an eye on him. That little doo-doo machine is my retirement money. How classic Chicago gangsters talk. I remember when Al Capone used to say, FARTS! The mother says she's gonna go looking for her baby while the cops stop her in dialogue that's eerily similar like all of Hughes's work after Home Alone. There are five million people in this city and thousands of places where your boy could be. Your son is lost in one of the biggest cities in the world. Have you ever lost a child? No, ma'am. Then you can't possibly know how I feel. I apologize. Do you have kids? Yes, ma'am. And what would you do if one of them was missing? I'd probably be doing the same thing you're doing. Thank you. It's also ridiculous to feel any sympathy for this woman when she was tricked so easily. You can't possibly know how I feel. I heard you were duped by Three Stooges costumes and abandoned your child the same way someone would abandon a cookie to Cookie Monster. So I imagine you're feeling... dumb. The baby sees birds outside and climbs out on a ledge following them. Okay, 
Even on the shitty quality DVD, I can tell that's not the actor. It looks more like Patrick Warburton trying to be a Dick Tracy villain. Ed! Hey, Ed, what happened? This movie so quickly gets tired of its own slapstick that Mantegna gets another crotch shot and he already seems numb to it. Uh, was there an earth tremor in this alleyway or was someone just really lazy about combining these two shots? Though that would mean someone would have to half-ass something in this movie and I just can't believe that. The baby gets out on the street and hops on the bus because it reminds him of the bus in the storybook. Yeah, if I was a criminal, I'd drive something as inconspicuous as that. What the hell even is that thing? It looks like if the Indians from Peter Pan designed Homer's car of the future. Even the turtle van would be like, dude, you need like a fedora hat or something. Driver, next stop, please. The baby gets into a lady's bag as the crooks stop the bus. The baby get off this bus! Yeah, no baby, but it looks like Carol's blowing a bubble. They see the baby in the bag, and rather than, oh, I don't know, just say their baby's in the bag, they follow her and get beat up. Chicken! Can I just pretend the same guy didn't write these? I have to understand humanity with this information. The baby makes his way into Macy Fields when a lady stops him and thinks she's returning him to the child care center. There you go, my little escape artist. What are you in for? Look who's talking, you. Baby geniuses. Oh, get away from me. He leaves the childcare, which honestly, he was there for so little, I don't even know why it was written in. And oh boy, Mr. Duncan never recovered from not giving that money to the children's hospital, did he? Come on, hookers and blow don't pay for themselves. Hey! The baby makes his way in a cab when the parents get a tip off of where their son might be. Oh yeah, that's the brown hair on my blonde kid's head. Oh, fake out, darn! You have a beautiful little boy. Eh, he's close enough, I'll take him. But she's a girl! I'll take him. I believe in my heart. Someone somewhere watches over the babies. You see, I read the Bible and nothing bad ever happens to babies in there. I've been possessed by delicious food. That delicious food being factor. Now that it's summer, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for sunny, active days when you're not having your soul eaten by food, like Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, which can help you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track reaching your goals. Because as you reach your goals, Factor reaches your souls. I'm told here to make it clear it does not eat your souls, but you eat Factor souls. Yes, it has souls. You can skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. Look into my eyeless eyes. Do you enjoy looking for calorie conscious options? Try delicious dietitian approved calorie smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. Behold my gibberish kuwampu pizzi buka. Choose from 30 four plus chef prepared foods offering delicious flavor packed options on the menu each week to fit a variety of lifestyles from keto to calorie smart vegan and veggie and protein plus okay that was fun now i want to talk like this this june get factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle all you have to do is head to factormeals.com slash nostalgia 50 and use the code nostalgia 50 to get 50 percent off your first box that's code nostalgia 50 at factormeals.com slash nostalgia 50 to get 50 percent off your first box so head on over there and check them out what a good feeling it is to await the arrival of something you love. It makes me flashback to a flashback. Because I remember one of my favorite things about getting a box of awesome from Bespoke Post every month is how it sneaks up on you. You forget that's coming and then one day, boom, on your front door, the best box you'll open all month filled with the carefully chosen gear from the best small brands around the world.
child. Let me switch my voice back to deep and see what I got. Ooh, a peak CPO jacket from Line of Trade. A great company that builds products to withstand the rigors of day-to-day -day life. It is snug and cool and snug. No matter what you have going on, this spring box of awesome has you covered. From camping gear essentials, cookout must-haves, and drink game upgrades, Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. Two. Get started. Take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them pick the right box of awesome for you. Why do I sound like General Zod if he was a robot? They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. Each box is valued at around $70, but you only pay a fraction of that price. Plus, with each box of awesome, you're supporting small businesses. 90% of everything that comes in your box of awesome is from a small, up-and-coming brand. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel any time. Follow this part, mortals, or I will darn you. That's right. I almost used the D word. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code NOSTALGIA at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code NOSTALGIA for 20% off your first box. Again, that's boxofawesome.com, code NOSTALGIA. Now witness as I burst into a million flames! It's supposed to be a cooler sound that went with that. plays Jedi Survivor every Friday on Twitch. We also have content five days a week. Hope to see you there. The baby makes his way to that famous Chicago zoo simply called Zoo, and the Krugs aren't far behind. Don't worry, that's a stump, baby. He wouldn't endanger the life of that driver. Man, that guy was listening to his sound effects loud. Thank God he was nowhere near our feet. I worked at Burger King three years. This is worse than that. Agreed, I'd rather work at Burger King for three years than watch this hour and a half long movie. They named the website Chris Hansen uses to catch predators. Baby tracks. And they follow them to the guy in a gorilla suit exhibit. And tell me if you make sense of this scene. Oh, I get it! We're all insane! Funny enough, this is one of the few scenes I actually think is done well. Because it's legit a little suspenseful and therefore kind of humorous. It really soaks in them wondering if this gorilla is going to be friendly or goddamn kill them. It's one of the few times the slow pacing actually works to the film's advantage. And yeah, it is pretty funny how the gorilla's reaction just flips on a dime. Pantaleano is like, okay, is this my test in the Matrix? Like, Neo gets the lady in the red dress and I get the gorilla? Cause it ain't fair if it is! In a very strange choice, they show a close-up of a sign that reads, Don't cross the guardrails. So, anybody that kidnapped a baby and lost him at a zoo take notes? But Mantania tries to sneak him out while they sleep. It doesn't work. Hmm, should I do a third crotch shot? Eh, I'm too depressed this movie made me ask that. The baby gets out, and I will give the film a little credit. Even though this is clearly a guy in the suit, it does look a lot more convincing than the poster. Like, this is at least passable in a movie. This is the lead for Rock of Fire Explosion. Could you honestly not even get a clip from the movie? Like, what? I'll just put the title randomly somewhere. Boom! Poster! I did that in like a second. What's wrong with you? Oh, wait, I forgot. This is half Lifetime Movie of the Week, too. All I wanted was my baby's picture in the paper. Baby's Day outrated worst 94 film since Exit to Eden. They once again find the baby, but the cops find their car, so they try not to be conspicuous. Beautiful day, huh? 
you know anything about John and Elliot's breakup? I've been having battery trouble. I think this character's goal is to stand out as the most uncomfortable creep in all of Chicago and see how long nobody notices. To be fair, it does take us a bit of time. That's cute. You think his crotch can feel anything at this point. It's been so busted up, it looks like a radioactively mangled pork sausage. Got a bad heart. This bit goes on way too long and overstays its welcome, but I do like the way he says this one line. I'll be right with you. I just had a cramp in my leg. It sounds like Miss Piggy getting eaten out in both meanings of that phrase. Why do I feel like if there wasn't a zany music, this would be a Chucky movie? <laughs> this is basically that Joe Pesci scene where he got shot in the balls, combined with the passion of the Christ. Yeah, cut to the drama of a mother fearing for her missing child. That follows beautifully after Great Balls of Fire here. I'm actually shocked they didn't play that song. Where's my little boy? What's he doing? Is he setting somebody's crotch on fire? Is it cringy as hell? The only other thing a movie like this promises outside of crotch shots is construction work. Sleepy, what you doing up there? <laughs> wow, even for Baby's Day Out effects, those are real Baby's Day Out effects. Of course, hijinks happen with the crooks falling over each other and the baby blissfully unaware of the danger he's in. That's four! Four times the crotch shot wasn't funny! Ah, ah, ah. With all the brain damage they suffered, do you think they even remember why they wanted the baby? Do they even know their names at this point? You Can't Do That on Television has been an out-of-fashion production. The baby crawls away, we're given way too good a shot for a film like this, and the criminals seem bested once more. Hey, we're down here! Don't worry, we're equally gooped! And equally undeserving of laughter. The police report on all the sightings, and the nanny puts together that he's following his favorite children's book, so she knows where he's gonna go next. Because obviously the baby's geography of the city is spot on. This might be stupid. It's the kid on television, the one that... Come on, I kind of hate how instantly endearing this actor is. He has like a minute of screen time, and already I think he's secretly Santa Claus. They sing the most pitch-perfect rendition of This is the Army, Mr. Jones. This is the Army, Mr. Jones. Are the choir for Hunt for Red October isn't as angelic as these 12 old men. And mom and dad are finally reunited with Bink. Christ, I still can't believe they called him that. But wait a minute, I think Binky's trying to tell us something. That's not a boo-boo, that's a TikTok. He means his boo-boo's back there. That's where he's been. This whole movie's a boo-boo. Boo-boo in the boo box won't be as big a boo-boo as this boo-boo. 
Tell them to turn around. We're going back to the TikTok to get the boo-boo. Frank, can you just pretend we're filming a real movie? Can you just pretend we're not both dead inside? Didn't think so. They go to the TikTok where our villains are healing, but there's no rest for the wicked. You're surrounded. Throw down the boo-boo. And just a reminder, John Hughes used a different name for these films because he thought they were lesser work. This, he was proud of. The baby's having his picture taken tomorrow. Say hello to old Willie for me. I found this great place called Wet Bandits Photography. <laughs> and that was the guy who brought us the Breakfast Club. How do you think it was? It's not good. It only has one joke of baby laughs while criminals get hurt, and most of the slapstick isn't fast enough, creative enough, or even painful enough. I know this is meant for teeny tiny kids, but even as those movies go, it's pretty lackluster and unimaginative. Granted, there are much worse. There aren't many moments that were painful or made me angry. The acting isn't good, I guess, but I can't say it's bad either. Everyone just gives the standard performances you've seen a million times from these type of characters, but admittedly, I have seen it done in a more annoying way in other flicks. It's just lame. It's a lame movie. I can't find a ton to truly despise about it, but I can't find a ton to enjoy about it either. Well, I hope you enjoyed the real review of Baby's Day Out and... Whoa, what happened? You reviewed the movie! Yeah, so that reality disappeared! Oh, you sound disappointed. We are! Jif Peanut Butter had a Y at the end! Looney Tunes had four O's! And Pikachu had that little black thing on the end of his tail! Feels so wrong living in a world without him having that little black thing at the end of his tail. It's on the tip of his ears! It should be on the tip of his tail! Look, this stuff is fun to talk about, but we shouldn't obsess over it. We should feel complete knowing we don't know everything. Never! We need to know everything about every Mandela effect! But they'll warp your mind if you fixate too much on them. They're everywhere! Yeah, like where? Like how the gun you tossed Malcolm earlier changed in between shots. Wait, when? Before you went to the portal. Don't believe me? I don't know. Go back and check. I feel like if we do, you win somehow. Okay, then don't go check it out. He could just be saying that so we will go and check. Okay, then show some self-control and don't go back and check. Okay, we won't. But you will. Nonsense, it's just a gun in between shots. It has no impact on us. But you will. You will. Bye-bye. Oh, bye-bye. You're cats. Is that dinner? <laughs> We're still doing cameos for charity, and this month, we're doing Lurie Children's Hospital. They understand that caring for kids takes more than medicine. From diagnosis to treatment, it requires compassion and understanding that kids do best when they get to be kids. With a team of world-renowned pediatric experts and kid-friendly care, there's a reason they're ranked number one children's hospital in Illinois. So if you want a cameo of me saying happy birthday or good luck or whatever, click on the link below and be giving to a good cause. If you're like, no, I hate you and everything there is to hate about you, well, check out this wonderful place anyway. The great people that do great work and you can help them in a great way.